We'll enter at number six. This is like a race. Oh, no, not me. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast after a four, five month hiatus. Yeah. I think our last show was September. I don't know when we do anything. Fair enough. Uh, basically, work and school was kicking our ass. We couldn't go to the shows. So we were like... Because Saturday shows. Because we were like, so we were like, why are we gonna record when we don't have a ton to say? And we were gonna do a AEW recording, but then we waited too long, and it was like, oh, I don't actually remember what happened on that particular night, other than like basics. That would be a very short show. Every show you do is a short show. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong, but we made it through the holidays. Yes, we did. Very low-key, which was nice. Didn't have to travel anywhere or anything. It's Uh, the first time in years we haven't had to go anywhere. Yeah. Because the relatives that were from out of town basically came to us. Mm -hmm. So, that was nice. Um, The nephews and niece are super adorable. Yeah, they are. Our niece refuses to not wear a bow in her hair. Sometimes too. And sometimes she wants to, and she will let you know <laughs> if there are not enough bows in her hair. <laughs> Part of me wonders if you could just make a whole hat of bows for her and whether it would be the best day of her life or the best day of her life. Yeah, she would be living her best life for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean... Other than that, life-wise, we don't really have a ton going on, just work and school. I started class again, I have this class, and then one more, and then I'm done with my undergraduate, and then... And I'm trying to not murder my students on the daily. And then I'm going to uh, grad school and get a job. Yep. Simultaneously. Because I'm a stupid person. I I do think you're a little psycho doing that your first year like your second year i could be like all right you know what you're doing now you're not trying to figure everything out but but nope crazy person yeah um trying to think there really isn't like knock on wood so i'm gonna knock on my head here but this has been one of the few times in our relationship there hasn't been like just a shit storm of stuff going on you know, maybe we're finally coming out the other side. Yeah, nobody, nobody's been dying. Nobody's sick. Nobody like we're good. So we're gonna get a call in thirty minutes. Something horrific that I'm gonna has have happened. to pause it, and we're gonna have to drive to Tennessee or something. Um, but anyway, yeah. Uh, so we want to jump right to it, I guess. Unless we're taking nappies. I mean, you seem to be taking it. Nappies. I'm good. We just woke up. Like, two hours ago. I could nap ten minutes after waking up. 
which I, that's not napping. That's getting up to pee. <laughs> and yeah, sometimes peeing takes 10 minutes. No, that's just a you thing. Oh, that might just be a cripple thing. Um, all right. So if we're jumping into wrestling, I'm just level with y'all. We have completely stopped watching WWE. Correct. We have not watched Raw or SmackDown in probably about two months. And I don't miss it at all. And Kat doesn't miss it at all. Um, I might, like, check in if she's out of town or in class or something, but I'm not. I'll probably just watch the Rumble and Mania right now, is what I would think. Um, That sounds like a reasonable assumption. Yeah. Because, I mean, those are usually ridiculous enough to be worth watching, you know? But we've completely bailed on that. I keep meaning to keep track of NXT, and then I just just forget. Um, I've heard some good things. Shayna finally lost the belt. Oh, thank Christ. And Chelsea Green debuted, and all sorts of stuff is going on. So that's exciting. We still watch AEW every week. Mm -hmm. Um, Mainly me. But what I want to talk about, because we haven't recorded since then, we got to go to AEW in Charlotte thanks to some people helping us out. The thing is, I want to bitch about Ticketmaster. Because Ticketmaster told me that the wheelchair seats were sold out. Completely. The box office told me the wheelchair seats were sold out. Completely. Then we went to the show. There was us... Some people we know from PWX, and two other guys in the handicap seats. At least 20 open handicap seats, am I crazy? No, at least. Yeah. So, what the fuck were they doing? Like, it's like they didn't want my money. Correct. Um, Can't have cripples around. That's a bad look. But I I don't understand Ticketmaster at all. And honestly, at this point, any chance I get, if I can go buy from a box office, I'm boycotting Ticketmaster. Fuck them. I, I think they purposely buy up their own tickets so they can resell them on StubHub and make three times as much. Yeah, and their fees are ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I just bought cat tickets for a show her and her best friend are going to. And even with a... What was it, like an $8 bump to each ticket, it was still cheaper for me to go to the box office and buy them for them than it would have been to buy them on Ticketmaster with fees. Yeah. It's like $30 a ticket for fees. Yep. Which, it's I don't... stupid. How can you call it a convenience fee when it's that expensive? Yeah, that's, that's not convenient. Um, so, I wanted to bitch about that. And then the other weird thing about the AEW show, the show was great. Like, there was nothing wrong with the show. Bojangles Coliseum was wonderful, but after we got in the door, there was nobody working there. There was nobody not in concessions working there, and that was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in an arena. I was like, how can you not have any security, any, like, anything up here? True. Um, I wonder if they just have a smaller arena staff than what we're used to. Maybe. So there were people. It was just they just weren't stationed with us. Yeah. Um. Also, I want to mention the crowd. I don't mind if you want a drink, 
But don't be so drunk you think you are Darby Allen. <laughs> and the worst part is, that motherfucker made it on TV. I'm like, damn it, now we just reinforce this behavior. Well, it's okay, because a fan wearing a ref shirt was able to get him to calm down some. That's true. That's true. That guy was obnoxious. But overall, the crowd wasn't that bad. It, there wasn't a whole ton of wooing except when Arn Anderson came out. So I, I really enjoyed the AEW crowd as compared to when we've been to Raw. Yes. Um, was not nearly as annoyed. Definitely a step up. Because at least Darby Allen guy had watched the show recently enough to know what was going on. He was just very, very drunk and excited. He was very drunk and excited for literally everything, everything. that happened. Like Bryce Hemsworth comes out and he's just like, yeah! I'm like, dude, it's the ref. Calm down. Like Bryce Hemsworth is amazing. but He was losing his shit. Or not Hemsworth, everything. Rimsburg. We've watched too many Marvel movies. I was going to say. Rimsburg. Rimsburg. Not Hemsworth. Um, yeah, he lost his shit over everything that happened. Do you think Hemsworth's porn name is Rimsburg? That would be hilarious. <laughs> it should be. Uh, tell me that's not a porn name, though. <laughs> Rimsburg, yeah. It might be. I don't actually know if that's his real name or not, so it could be a stage name that was based on his porn name. Who knows? Um, but yeah, that's all I wanted to say was bitch about Ticketmaster and talk about the venue a little bit in the crowd. Um, if AEW does come to your city, you should absolutely go. It was delightful. Especially if Big Swole's there. Especially if Big Swole is there, which, of course, she should be, because she's awesome. She is awesome. Um, and overall, like, I know people are bitching, uh, lately about, like, the Dark Order stuff and all this, like, the sound quality isn't better yet and all this stuff. It's a new company. Chill. Cool your jets. Let it go. You want to know one of my favorite things about the AEW show? What? Was seeing friends of ours and people we know who are a big deal in the crowd and waving at them emphatically. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, we know you! <laughs> what I thought was really funny is our PWX buddies were literally one section down and they were like three seats apart. Mm-hmm. Like, we could not have planned that. We subconsciously were drawn to each other. Yeah, which was wonderful. And I, uh, shout out to Frankie, because I know he was busy as hell, but when we bumped into him, he stopped to chat a little. So, um. I miss Frankie. Yeah, he's a good guy. Uh. I don't think I'm ever gonna see him again. We go to AEW when they come back. Yeah, but he won't remember Because do you really think I'm ever going to not go to an AEW show? Yeah, but what I'm saying is he won't remember me. Yes, he will. No, he won't. Yes, he will. No, he won't. Yes, he will. I've lost my Frankie forever. Oh, also, suggestion for Bojangles Coliseum. Can you give me a non-spicy tenders option, please? please? That, that's all I'm asking. Just just one more entree. I don't like spicems. I know everyone else in the world does. I don't. We're wuss pusses. And I made it through one and a half chicken fingers before I was like, I'm done. I'm a dragon. <laughs> That's all I can eat. Um, also, if you don't pretend to be a dragon after eating spicy stuff, what the fuck are you doing with your life? True. True. Um, 
There's something else I was going to say. Also, there's only one merch stand. Which I was a little surprised about. And the line was so long I didn't bother. But it was... It kept us from spending money. I'm not upset. Yeah, of course. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. There was only one merch stand. So I'll have to... I mean, when NXT comes, there's only one merch stand. Yeah, but NXT is doing a smaller venue. NXT is doing a 5,000 max. When Raw comes, there's only one venue. No, there's, or one. there's several merch stands at Raw. Really? I thought there was just the one outside. Mm-mm, they do one outside and like two or three inside. Are you sure? Yes, I'm 100% sure. They do one on each side of the building and one outside. Okay. Because um, I know, because when I went not with you, we were hunting down exclusive Funkos that were WWE shop only. Did you just put a scrunchie on Elvis's tail? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Is he annoyed? Nope. All right. No fucks given. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but I really like what AEW is doing. I'm not going to say it's been perfect, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm still loving 99% of what they put out there. Um, Jericho is such a douche nozzle. Which I guess is good for your champ. Um, and their pay-per-view was awesome. So. <laughs> what? Elvis? Yeah. I'm waiting for him to just be like, get this off me. But he may not. Let's see how long he wears it. They'll let him run off with it. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's basically our big time wrestling update. Not referring to the actual company called Big yeah, Time Wrestling. Yeah, gross. Um, yeah, they were here like two weeks ago and I didn't even bother going. I will never go back to that. I, I, if they had had a Scott Hall solo option, I might have considered it, but they wanted 30 bucks to get in the door and then 80 bucks for Hall and Nash. And I only paid 20 for Nash at WrestleMania weekend. I was like, yeah, 40 is a little much for... A guy I've already met, so I decided not to go. Alright, are you ready for PWX? Bring it on. So, we watched Lights Out, like three months ago. Correct. On a matter of principle, we skipped the Albemarle show. Yup. Um, so, we're, we're not going to discuss those, we're not going to discuss the results... We're jumping to PWX versus Pure. While we might discuss it a little bit, but only if it's relevant to what's going on. Um, Start us off, Douglas. Alright, so opening Mason Miles open challenge. I love Mason Miles. I do too. He's just delightful. Uh, Well, yeah, but he is pretty damn like he's an asshole in the ring. Oh, yeah, no, he's got great character work. (laughs) Total asshole in the ring. But Uh, he's a super fun wrestler to watch. Yes, and he, every time I see him, I kind of forget a little bit how good he is. And then he does some shit, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he's really fucking good. He's really good, like, skill-wise, character work-wise, all around, great guy. Rob Killjoy is the same way for me. Like, I always forget how good he is, and then I see him again, I'm like... Oh, yeah, you're fantastic at this. Um, well, 
Keith Mack answers the open challenge. Dressed as Santa. Dressed as Santa. In a onesie. In a onesie. Uh, but the party starter wasn't there to wrestle. He was there to get the crowd hype for... I mean, he could have wrestled. He, he gave could the have. option. He could have. But he was there to get the crowd hype for a return from injury. White and nerdy. Stuart Snodgrass is back. Yeah! Which is just exciting for everyone. Everyone? Uh, yeah. Even his opponents? Yeah. I mean, sure? why would you not want to wrestle Stuart? Because he will murderize you. He will nerd rage on you? Yes. Th- Tell me if I'm mistaken. Did Stuart come out in a beanie? He did, with a yeah. little... Uh... A little propeller? Mm-hmm. There's a old Calvin and Hobbes storyline where Calvin's trying to get a beanie. For like weeks and weeks from eating cereal. Mm-hmm. And he waits forever and he eats all the cereal. And he's got all these fantasies in his head of him like putting it on and flying away. And then he gets it and he puts it on his head and it just spins on his head and he gets super pissed off. Oh, Yeah. But it's, it's fantastic. Calvin and Hobbes is highly underrated. It wasn't at the time. I think it's just been... <sighs> What's the word I want? It's been kind of pushed under the rug. It like, shouldn't be, though. Yeah, it should be up there with Snoopy and Garfield and all that. I think it's better than Snoopy and Garfield, to be honest. Uh, probably. Like, story-wise and art-wise, I think it surpasses both of those. Yeah, I would agree. I love Calvin and Hobbes. Do we have any Calvin and Hobbes? I would like to oh, read those honey. today. D- I'll take d- that as a yes. Give me a few minutes after the show. I'll go get you all the Calvin and Hobbes we have. Thank you. Which is a lot. We really should get them all. Uh, I think I have most of them, if not all of them. Um, well, the big collections I know I have. But what I really want, there's like a leather-bound ultimate collection. Yes. That's what I want one day. That's just everything. How much is it? I don't remember. It's probably super expensive now because I think it's out of print. Ugh. But... I'll there a- was something I wanted recently. It was a book. I have a feeling it was either deaf ed related or just education related. It was that purple, green, and yellow book, wasn't it? Well, no. That was a pain in the ass to try to find. I didn't. I gave up on that. No, it was something else that's no longer in print. Okay. And it was one of those things that I looked at the cost of. And it was a like a kid's book that was cheap as shit when it came out. And now it's going for thousands of dollars. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, I know what it was. It was the Calvin and Hobbes for educators. What? Yeah. That's a thing? That's a thing. So this, this really, like, really, really um, limited edition run of books that the author did specifically for educators and it was like a one-off thing and it was cheap as shit at the time and now it's impossible to get that sucks yeah i really wanted it because i mean like it was a legitimate educational text yeah i i love calvin Hobbes. it's it's easily my favorite but let me see Calvin and Hobbes Complete Collection on Amazon. 
Oh, that's not that bad. It's... Well, okay. If we want the hardcover fancy, super fancy, 134.84. Oh, that's not bad at all. If we want paperback, it's 70. I don't want paperback. I never want paperback. But that, yeah, that's... That's, that's totally doable. not bad whatsoever. I was thinking you were going to say like 500. That gets no. to be problematic. No, yeah. I, I've i wanted that for a long time. I just... We're going to get it! With what money? We're going to get it! If we don't get the safe with the points, we could get that. Ugh, no. That's irresponsible. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Back to wrestling. Um, Mason won. And Mason, we will talk more about later because he is in X-16. What do you think Mason does in his free time? Like character Mason, not... Oh, character Mason? Not real life Mason. Goes and kicks over people's lawn ornaments. Really? Extremely classless to do. Uh, you know, is there a large calling for that? Maybe, maybe some firecrackers and mailboxes. Um, and not, not just like regular black cats, but like he's got a stash of the illegal M80s from when we were kids that he puts in mailboxes. So he's Uh, a criminal in your mind. I mean, criminals are usually classless. Um. I was thinking more like he makes a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but he doesn't wipe off the peanut butter yes. from the knife before he just jams it into the jelly. Eats a string cheese without peeling it. And then like stirs it in. Yeah. And then that, laughs at the fact that everyone else has everyone else to have him. his murdered fucking jelly monstrosity. Eats eats a uh, string cheese without stringing it. You already said that one. Uh, Well you didn't acknowledge it because you were talking. But I heard it. Um... Eat ramen noodles straight out of the pack without cooking it. Look, that's delicious sometimes. <laughs> no judgment. Um, I've done that before. They're crunchy and delicious. Steals tips at restaurants off the table. See, again, criminal. Why do you go criminal and <laughs> not just an asshole? <laughs> but I don't think he's a criminal. I think he's just an ass. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, slaps a cupcake out of a kid's hand, sure. Um, punches cakes. Definitely punches oh, cakes. Oh, yeah. That I agree with you. Um, He's a cake puncher. Ooh, ooh. Goes to the grocery store and puts things in the wrong place. On purpose. Okay, are we talking, like, just non-perishable items? Like, he'll take the French bread and put it on the... Like chip aisle. That's not non-perishable. That's that's next the level. French bread is perishable. I know. If you're just moving around non-perishable items, I feel like that's where he's at. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, because... I'm not saying he's going to the freezer and putting stuff unfreezered. But you're putting French bread, which is perishable, in the chips, which are non-perishable. I'm saying he's going to put a can of peas on the chip aisle. And that's, vice versa. That's just annoying. That's not exactly. classless. But that 
that's the kind of asshole I think he is. I think you're you you're making him a much bigger asshole than he is. All right, if you say so. Um, but yeah. So send us your. Ideas. I don't think he's deviant. Mm. I think he's just. I mean, he's classless in Myrtle Beach. You pretty much have to be deviant. I mean, that's just trashy. That's just redneck. I well, okay, know. it's not redneck. It's just trashy, though. I know. I've been to Myrtle Beach. But I don't think that's deviant. To be considered classless in Myrtle Beach, you have to out-trash the trashy. I think you just have to be an asshole. Eh. You and I have different meaning to classless. You know what, Mason? You let us know. You tell us. <laughs> All right, next match. I don't feel like anyone else is going to tell us. Yeah, some people might. Uh, we don't have buddies. Hey, Kim, Kim and Eric, if you are listening, let us know what annoying habits Mason has that makes him so classless. Um, or Actually, we should have his wife call in. Or Patrick Scott. Uh, does Mason have a wife? I was talking about Kevin Eric's daughter. Oh, yes. We should have Mara call in. <laughs> she would just say he's perfect. <laughs> um, no, because she's married to him. Therefore, she'll give us the real, the the real, real inside scoop. scoop. Yeah, Like, you're married to me, so you just shit on me every episode? Exactly. Gotcha. That's what marriage is. Um, you identify each other's flaws and love each other in spite of them. Speaking of... Uh, Married people doing social media type things. Doing married people stuff. Iron Sanctuary and his wife are hysterical. Oh TikTok. yeah, I don't think we've talked about our TikTok obsessions. Yeah, so we've gotten like addicted to TikTok, which is weird because I never got into Vine. Like I watched Vine and I was like, this is dumb. Why do people like this? We're we're skulkers though. Yeah. We don't create We don't shit. create content. We I just have watch. no desire to ever have a social media presence. Yeah, I I might if I was that creative, but I'm not that creative. My social so. media is not with the explicit intent of anyone else seeing it. But there was a glorious beard off for the holidays. Yeah, there was. Between a guy named Beerbong John, uh, Iron Sanctuary, and Fresh Prince of No Hair. And there were some epic, epic glitter beards and ornament beards and tree beards and... It it was pretty glorious. It was great. Um, great times were had by all. But anyway. Except when Kevin had to go get his beard trimmed because he had damaged it. Yes. Which but was we, uh, sad panda for him. But it looks really nice. Where was I going with this? I don't know. I don't remember where I was going with this. No, they're TikTok? just they're just super cute on... Oh, you're talking about how TikTok and... Or Kevin and his wife are... Are super cute on... And are TikTok. now pregnant. Yes, which congrats to them. Yes. All right, uh, moving on. Back to wrestling. I keep going on tangents because we haven't done this in so long. You're welcome! Woo! Welcome back, guys. Uh, next match, Brady Pierce. Ew. Um, I haven't seen him have a good match since the first time I saw him. Which was? Hickory with Red Dragon. Damn. Yeah, that was like years ago. Um, 
I mean, you're not wrong, but damn. I don't like his style already just because I don't like the big, beefy power dudes. Other That's than- not true. You fucking love Josh. That's different. We're we're getting to that. Okay. Um, I don't like the traditional, I'm big, I'm tall. Okay. Brady. I, you don't like them when they're big and stupid. Yes. Josh is not stupid. Um, do you want to tell Brady who he is not from his face makeup? If I remembered what you were referencing, I would. He was trying to be Thor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're not Ragnarok. You no. can't Ragnarok this house. And, dude, it does not make you more relevant to rip off a Marvel movie. Like, you're also, st- still boring and have no How character. the fuck are you going to try to contend with Chris Hemsworth? It's Chris fucking Hemsworth. Hell, he can't even contend with the Hemsworth that aren't Thor. Okay, well, which Hemsworth are we talking? Are we talking about the unfamous Hemsworth? There's Liam and there's another one. I know, but Liam is famous in his own right. Are we talking about the no-name Hemsworth? I guess the Hemsworth? unfamous one, yes. Okay. Because they all kind of look the same. Mm, disagree. The no-name Hemsworth is just kind of like an average-looking dude. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Anyways. Just like Niall DeMarco has a twin. And Niall definitely got all the looks. I can't remember if he's a twin or so, just his brother. It might just be his brother. Zane and Man Scout. Do you know who Niall DeMarco is? No. No idea. <sighs> Your pop culture references are, are dated. entirely skewed. Yes. Zane and Man Scout have a podcast called How Did This Get Booked? Do you want to know who it is now? For, no, I really don't. Fuck you then. Called How Did This Get Booked? My question is... How did this get booked? How does Brady keep getting booked? Yeah, true. And I get it at smaller shows. Like smaller and significant don't give a shit shows? Well, not don't give a shit for their fans, but yeah, for us. Like, you know, if you're in a... No name shows. If you're in a small town between Columbia and Charleston on a wrestling show, I get having a Brady Pierce there. If you're in Union or Packlet or somewhere, or Gaffney, having a wrestling show, I get having a guy like Brady there. But why at PWX? I don't understand. He's boring. He hasn't had a good match in years. And putting him with Corey is not going to help. You know what will help? Him going away? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Not what I was going to say, but yes. Uh, so we got Brady Pierce versus Harlem Bravado. I love Harlem, but if this was supposed to get us hype for his X-16 run... It, it was unsuccessful. It, it was very unsuccessful. Um, it's just... I never once thought Brady was skilled enough to beat Harlem, and Harlem's style does not lend itself... To carrying someone else? To that type of guy is what I was going to say. Not necessarily carrying him, but... But carrying him? I mean, yeah, but... (laughs) You know, but it doesn't matter who it was. Anyone who wrestles Brady's style, I feel like, is not a good fit with Harlem. Agreed, but... And there's so many talents in the Carolinas that need bookings and need to get seen. Why do we keep booking the same guy that can't get over anywhere? You know? But, 
Anyways, problem one, which is good. He must suck a real good dick, is all I can say. Uh, Harlem has come out and said, this is one of those things from another show that's relevant to X-16. Harlem has said, if he doesn't win X-16, he will be leaving PWX. So Interesting. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Cats watching cooking videos. Well, you didn't want to see who Niall DeMarco was, so I had to entertain myself in other ways. If I let you tell me who Niall DeMarco was, will you put your phone back away? Yes, I will. Go ahead. Thank you. I'm going to show you. Oh, God. Well, you need to know, Douglas. Why can't you just tell me? Because it's important that you see who it is. I don't know who this person is. You will. I won't. You will. That's Niall DeMarco. He's a deaf actor. He was also on Dancing with the Stars. He was the first deaf male, actually the first deaf person in general, to ever win America's Next Top Model. He's an activist. Okay. I have literally never seen him. You've never seen him? I don't watch Switched at Birth. You pay attention to 0% of the things I care about. Correct. I learn all your fucking wrestlers, and you don't give a shit about my deaf people. Rude. I have never seen him before in my life. Rude. 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 Okay, you're not doing... I care about your passions. Why don't you care about mine? Because I don't watch any of those shows. But it's not about the shows, Doug. It's about the person. But now you still have your phone. It's about the person. It's about the person. You're not doing your end of the deal. About the person? Yeah. I'm not saying he's not a wonderful person. The person. I've never seen his art, so I can't judge. Um. (laughs) Anyway. Harlem one. You weren't even excited when I told you about the deaf spy the other day. Spy, Douglas. (laughs) A spy. Uh, Spy. I get excited about your wheelchair people. What wheelchair people? Oh, shit. What's her name? Um, It starts with a T. It's not Tabitha, though. Oh, I, I know who it is, but she is not one of my people. Tatiana. Yeah. And then I am Josh not Green. A fan of hers. And then the guy who was in. It's not Josh Green. What is it? Josh George. Josh George. And then. But that's different. He's a friend of mine. Tatiana is not. And then the guy who was in the. Was it Adidas or Nike's commercial? Uh, Nike. So that's three off the top of my head. Would you like me to continue? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about the you, uh, so What about it, the guy that you met previously, and uh, he looks like you, Rowdy? Oh, I don't. What about the Paralympics? Okay, stop. Uh huh. Uh huh. Stop. Uh huh. You let me start something else the other day, and then decided you wanted to tell me about the spy. You told me I could do something else, and then we're like, wait, 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 let me tell you about this. Which because is, it was awesome! It was, but that's why I checked out, because I had already mentally gone into my thing, and you stopped me as soon as I started. Just saying. I care about your passions. Alright. Can we move on? Yes. Instead of you just ripping on me the whole time? Uh, I mean... I reserve the right to continue to do that, but yes. 
Alright. Next match. One of the best matches, probably, on this show. Patrick's... But Mason already wrestled. Uh, yes, but with the people in this, you will agree. Patrick Scott versus James Johnson versus Cam Carter. Can we talk about Cam Carter's new outdated manager? Yeah. Um, Who kind of looks like, uh, is it Matthew Broderick? Yes, he looks like Matthew Broderick. From Daybreakers. Yeah. Good show if you have not watched Daybreak. Watch it! And maybe if enough of us watch it, they'll make season two. Because it really, really needs to happen. It does. Anyway. No one wears pinstripe double-breasted jacket. No one wears fucking Bluetooth. Especially that, not that one like... That looked like Britney Spears' mic. Right? That looks like a fucking... Oh, my God. I mean, his promo game wasn't bad. But I was so distracted by his extremely yeah. outdated general concept that's, and actual execution. That's an 80s gimmick. That's It's the, an 80s gimmick with a Bluetooth from the early 2000s. Yeah, it was very odd. Um, it was very confused. So... Not a good look. Honestly. Really kind of made Cam look amateur. Okay. My thing is... This guy just came out of nowhere. Yeah. This guy... We didn't get a vignette. Like, I would have done... Maybe maybe they did and we just didn't watch the Albemarle show. But I didn't hear anything about it. Because our friends told us all about the Albemarle show. Maybe they told a, you. I refuse to listen to anything about that show. Maybe a vignette at Albemarle or Lights Out. Like, interrupts somebody's promo and be like, You know, I'm looking for investments. And, like, just a little video segment. Like, we got with uh, Jeff Hardy that time issuing an open challenge. And everybody was like, what the hell? You know? Two minutes is all you need to make this make sense. Instead of just bringing a guy out of nowhere that, unless you've seen him on another show, we have no idea who he is. And again, his character work is confused. Yeah, I, I, the gimmick can work, but he's got to update it. Being being the rich Wall Street asshole can still work, but you need to be a 2020 rich Wall Street asshole, not a 1985 rich Wall Street asshole. Yeah. He makes me think of um, that Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd movie where they switch places. I think it's literally called Trading Places. Have you ever seen that? I was trying to think, but no, I don't think I have. Basically, these two old stock market farts... Say they can take a guy off the street and make him a stock market mogul. Uh-huh. And they can, at the same time, ruin one of the biggest stock market moguls there currently is. Uh-huh. They bet one whole dollar. Uh-huh. And they ruin one guy's life, and they put Eddie Murphy off the street into business world for the movie. Okay. It's pretty funny. It's a good movie. Classic 80s comedy. Anyway. Um, but yeah, overall, it really hindered Cam and yeah. and made his it brought his character work and his ring work down by this association. Well, it definitely distracted from his ring work. I don't know if Cam can't cut a promo. Like I I mean seen he's him cut try. one before though. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, it, he took himself from Him and Yana we're going back and forth on Mike a bunch. He went, he went from being a very strong, independent wrestler to, 
a really cheap, mismanaged knockoff. Is what I confused concept knockoff, and it's like, oh well. Now I just assume that you're not as good. Like, yeah, this this was very detrimental to his entire character. Yeah, if you're gonna have a manager, they have to bring you up. Yeah, like I can't believe I'm saying this. Tommy Thomas can bring a subpar wrestler up. Yes. I'm not sure if J.P. Lemon, Lehman or whatever his name is. This guy be brought Cam down. Cam was... Okay, so okay. We'll say Cam was like a solid seven. Yeah. Now he's like a five. Yeah. I, I could... I could agree with that. Like he went from... He was knocking on the door of big boys stages to backyard wrestling. I'll put that on watching from home. Because I... You know how managers can be in person. Still. Cam didn't... It made no sense. Like, it didn't elevate his story or character in any way. So much of PWX is about, let's make it make sense. And let's make it work. And let's make it flow and then they do shit like this and i'm like this was just what are you well doing? i don't know that this, this was pwx this could have been cam mm. regardless this was detrimental to cam's body of work fair enough i mean maybe they work together somewhere else and we just don't know about it like firestar or somewhere further in north carolina but, uh, i don't know well i'll i'll give him benefit of the doubt i just want him to Update his gimmick to 2020, not run a 1985 gimmick. That's all. I mean, I'll give him another chance, but it kind of ruined Cam for me. Okay. That's fair. Like, I went from, man, I really enjoy this to, oh. You don't like heels, though. I it, I don't mind good heel work, and it's not the, the heel part of the manager I hate. It's that Cam didn't need a manager. Fair and enough. by putting that buffer between him and everyone else, it's like... Oh, well, so you remember when um, Leah Rush became Bobby Lashley's manager? Well, before that, when he went from being a legitimate threat in the Indies to he ran his fucking mouth and got too big for his britches. And then it was like, oh, yeah. And everyone kind of like instantly turned on him. Yeah. I feel the same way about that that I do cam now having a manager it's like okay oh you went from being a legitimately enjoyable wrestler to yeah i don't want to see this anymore that's not good yeah that's how bad it was for me. thank god patrick scott and james johnson were in in this match then yeah it was a it was a complete Um, 180 like i was interested in this wrestler too i don't care anymore oh um i love patrick scott i know i'm not supposed to love him but man fantastic character work yeah just everything he does makes sense for who he's trying to portray. Um, he's so fancy looking. Yeah. And then... Do you get a um, Great Gatsby vibe from him? At times. Okay, cool. He's kind of got that gold Art Deco thing going yeah, on. Right? Yeah, right? We can ask him. I'll, I'll see if there's some Gatsby influence on his outfit. It could be purely coincidental. Could be. But, yeah, it it looks like the newer Gatsby movie. You're right. The, the yeah, Boz yeah. Lorman one with 
DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. All right. Merman. Uh, whatever his name aw- is. No, I know, but that would be such an awful name to have. Yeah. And his first name is Boz. Like, who the hell named this guy? I mean... Um, any Anything that we haven't already said about loving James Johnson immensely? He's just... He is a ray of fucking sunshine. Yeah. He, I mean, he's the tie-dye sunrise. Um, I love watching him work. I really don't he's think... He's such a delightful person. His character works on point. I really don't think James gets enough credit for how good he is in ring. Agreed. I think people forget. Um, and <laughs> I misheard the announcer. Yeah. We didn't have it cranked up super loud and there were sound issues watching the from home. The sound production was fucking horrendous overall the production was rough yeah like i wish we had been at this live because it was not it was almost unwatchable it was not a pleasant viewing experience at home no um like the video feed cut out a bunch like like glitched several times if it happens once i get it i can be like all right we're good yeah but i mean the audio was atrocious it was bumpy and I'm not saying that to be like, guys, get your shit together. No, this was more than bumpy, because bumpy implies that there were areas where it was good and smooth. And there were no I areas mean, where it was smooth. There were areas where it was lighting, slightly less rough. The lighting and the camera work when it wasn't cutting out was fine. But as far as production quality, yeah, it, it, was, it not, was terrible. It was not their usual standard. At all, is what I would say. So, I don't know what happened, but, you know, y'all might want to look at that and figure out what went wrong. Yeah, something was Um, going on with your audio super bad. Because, straight up, if I was a fan who had never seen PWX before and watched that, I would not think it was a big-time company. Correct. So. That was Memphis. Alright. Yeah, we love Patrick, we love James. Cats checked out on cam. Alright, next match. I'm surprised they did this this soon. Do you feel like they put James... Like, I feel like James is a very specific type of face. Of what? Of, like, baby face? Yeah. And he gets put with a very... Like, I feel like the matches he gets put in are meant to be squash matches. And they're not. So, I don't mean this as a diss. I think this is a booking decision, not a talent decision. They're using him as enhancement talent. Which they shouldn't. He is very talented in his own right. Yeah, that's... I think that's a booking thing. Yeah, and should Um, be used as such. And it's... I think there's more there. I really do. I wouldn't be... And, like, yeah, I know I'm friends with him, too, but I'm not... We don't bullshit just because we're friends with people. Yeah. Like, we're pretty... Ask Ethan. Ask Ethan. Ask Drake. We do not bullshit. That's not what we do here. Correct. Um, And, you know, if we're wrong, we're wrong. But give him the chance to step up. That's all I'm asking for. You know, we've... There's been guys I've loved before then that... You know, it just never panned out, and that's okay. But it's one of those things, like, the whole crowd loves him. Yep. I haven't seen him have a bad match at PWX. Yep. 
Um, really, I haven't seen him have a bad match anywhere unless his opponent was just very subpar. So, yeah. Give him a chance. See what he can do. See if he can get over. I mean, the organic growth is what makes indies fun. It's what took James to the next level. It's what took James to the next level. It's what took Henry to the next level. Um, let Let the characters get over on their own. And then once they get over, accept it and use it properly. Because when you don't use it properly, they leave. Hmm. 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 Wonder who I'm talking about. <laughs> if you can't tell, Doug is like evilly stroking his goatee beard area. <laughs> but only mentally. But I, I, I do solely blame booking for squashing people who are growing organically. Agreed. Um, it's they Vince McMahon it. Yeah, if you get over without their stamp of approval, they will do everything to squash you. They can, mm-hmm. um, which is why it took so long for what happens at the end to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, next match: All Stars versus Revolt. This was fucking fantastic. <laughs> this match was one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. I mean, what do you expect from these four guys? Valid. Uh, Zane and Caleb just never seen them have a bad match. And you put them against Thumb and the Bum? Yeah. Yeah. Cat <laughs> was sticking her thumb up, and I'm like, this is not a video podcast, so. They she, knew what was She must happening. be being Zane. Um, I was. And, and I was actually making them popsicles. You were making. Thumb in the bum popsicles? Yeah, because that's when you do it really fast, because oh, okay. their their asshole will go... Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so anyway... There we go. Popsicles. There Yeah! It is. Um, so... We love Zane and Caleb. We love Tracer. I love Drew Adler. Have you come around on Drew Adler now? I mean, I like saying let's go. Okay. I need them as a cohesive unit to have... Matching gear. Team gear and a team entrance music. The matching gear is a less common thing on the indies. Well, it should But when you see it, you're like, oh, that's a tag team. Right? It elevates them to the next level. Yeah. Um, If, If they're supposed to be a legitimate thing, they need to be a legitimate thing. I don't know where Drew Adler was hiding in Georgia before he started coming in the past couple years. What if he just wasn't wrestling? He what was. If, but what if he wasn't? Yeah, I mean, He's just God. like, you know what, let's just do this Let thing. Let me try this <laughs> instead of my day job. Oh, wait, I'm fantastic at it? Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever view him as, like, a knockoff Disney prince? He could definitely do some character work at Disney World. Right? Yeah. Um, He's almost, though, too big of a dork to do it. Like That's exactly why he would be perfect. He's he's the delightful type of dork. So, like, who's he going to be? Kristoff? Because Kristoff is kind of dorky. Yeah. 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 Um, Or Peter Pan. He's too tall to be Peter. Or Shmi. 
He's too tall to be Shmi. Shmi's short and fat. Like the Sultan. In one iteration. Aladdin. If he would shave. Aladdin's very dorky. Yeah. Oh no! (laughs) He was running off with your scrunchie. Yeah. Alright. Um... But this whole match was great. It was fun. It was well worked. Other than a couple... Flynn Rider! Drew Adler as Flynn Rider? Drew Adler as Flynn Rider. I don't hate that. Tell me that's not how you see him. Uh, Next cosplay wrestling show that happens at a con, I need Drew Adler as Flynn Rider. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. Right. You know Caleb plays Star-Lord at those. I did not. And... Ariel plays Storm. That makes sense. Cade plays Miles Morales. That makes sense. I've um, seen that. Yeah. A lot of our friends do the cosplay. I forgot who uh, Savannah plays. But. Really? Caleb Starlord? What? You think he'd be Hawkeye? Um. He is Starlord, though, at the uh, cosplay shows. I'll have to think about it. I don't, okay. I don't see Starlord for him, though. We should we should sit down and MCU assign all the all of our favorite indie people later. Why MCU? That's what I'm saying. I don't. I mean, feel we like could DC he, it. I why DC? I don't feel like that's appropriate either. Because cosplay usually is Marvel DC heroes, but I mean, we can expand to Image and Disney, Dynamite, and, and all that. Yeah, that's fine. All right, what do you think of this match? Like a Woody. I could see him as a Woody. But a Star-Lord just doesn't seem right to you me. You think Caleb is Woody? Yeah. Like Toy Story Woody. Yeah, like Toy Story Woody. No. Why not? Woody's too straight-laced. Caleb Caleb may be shy, but he's not straight-laced. Woody's like a good old boy. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're forgetting that he pushed Buzz out of the window. He's still a good old boy. But he pushed Buzz out of the window. You're saying he's straight laced like he's a goody two-shoes, and he's not. He was until he pushed Buzz out of the but window. But he wasn't! And he goes and redeems himself by saving him. So don't tell me he's not straight laced. But the thing is, he's he is very humanistic in that he's a good guy... But then he actually does some shitty stuff, and then he has to do some good stuff again. And, like, he fights with Buzz and some of the other toys frequently. So he's not, like, a benevolent, wonderful leader. Still doesn't give me Caleb. He's a mix of good and bad. Uh, Again, doesn't give me Caleb vibes. Alright. Off of Disney and Toy Story... Princes. Well, now I have to figure out what Caleb is, so that's really where my brain is at. Okay. Zane is Thor from Endgame. Fat Thor? Yeah. <laughs> He's Fat Thor? Yeah. <laughs> so mean. He's the one who said it. He's the one who had that idea. I mean, I think it's an excellent one, but... Um, God, who is Caleb? Amber is Black Widow. No. No? No. Who is Amber? 
Black Widow is a shitty fucking character. Okay. Is Amber Gamora? No. Then who is Amber? Amber is um, Okoye. Okay. I accept that. Yeah. That's who Amber is. Alright, well. <laughs> Caleb's Bucky! Winter Soldier. Yeah, that works. He's Bucky. He can be Bucky. He can be Bucky. That works. He's like White Wolf Bucky, though. Yeah. Not Winter Soldier Bucky. Yes. Alright, I'm cool with that. Caleb is yeah, White Wolf. That makes way more sense. Okay, cool. That was really bothering me. I'm like, he's not Star Lord. That doesn't that yeah. that doesn't fit. Okay, can we go back to the match? If we must. Alright, what do you think of the match? Well, I got sidetracked. All stars in revolt. Who do you think Tracer would be? Mm. I think of Tracer as like a mantis. No. Why not? Mantis. No, he's not Mantis. Why not? Mantis isn't as flashy as Tracer. Because Tracer has a lot of flashy moves. Mantis is very like, I'm just going to touch you and make you go to sleep. Yeah, but when Mantis is a badass, Mantis is a super badass. Like, think about when she's fighting Ego. And think about Mantis in Infinity Wars and Endgame. If y'all can't tell, we watched the entire MCU over Christmas break. Um, Tracer. Because he's kind of like a demure quiet to himself character but really that's not what he is but he's not mantis i think he is no well then who do you think he is or he could be the shark with woody's hat (laughs) i mean that's possible but if we're going mcu i could actually see him as a star lord no um That, that is completely inaccurate i could see him as cap which cap like, uh, second movie cap. Second appearance cap or second no, movie second cap? second Winter Soldier movie cap. Ew, no. You just don't like Captain America, okay? You don't get more pure white meat baby face than Captain America. But the thing is, Captain America isn't, like, flashy. Yes, he is. He bounces his shield off a billion different things. That's but flashy not in shit. a flashy and way. And he can do flips and shit when he wants to. But he doesn't do it to show off. Neither does Tracer. <laughs> uh, no one does a 450 because it's the most convenient. Anyway... I don't know who Tracer would be. He's either Mantis or he's the shark with Woody's hat. Okay. We're going to agree to disagree and move on. (gasps) What? Or he's the aliens. No, he's not the aliens. Why not? Because that's Tommy Thomas. No. Yeah, because the aliens just hype the claw. No, Tommy Thomas is Drax. Okay. 
like doesn't really understand what's going on, thinks he's the smartest in the room. Mm. All right. Well, either way. Weirdly decorative. I disagree with your tracer assessment. However, we need to move on from this tangent because otherwise it's going to be a three hour episode. Because we're just going to argue. What did you think of this match? It was good. It was good. All right. That's all I'm getting, huh? Well, I mean, I was way more interested in the conversation we were having than discussing the match. But apparently, you didn't give a shit about what I enjoyed. Look, you and I are never going to agree on our assignment of superheroes or characters to our friends. So, I don't see a point in subjecting the listeners to us arguing for two hours. We can do that after I turn the microphone off. Fine, I'll put a pin in it. Reluctantly. Alright, All-Stars end up winning the tag belts, which I'm a little surprised happened before X-16. Usually we crown the new tag champs at X-16. True. But, that's fine. I'm glad they have it. Should be good. Do you think they're going to keep it? For a while. I think, but I do think they need to bring in people to wrestle them, not start a feud with like Hollis and Brady or start a feud with Ethan and Tag Team Partner of the Week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, We need actual tag teams to be brought in as talent. How fun would All-Stars versus Besties be? How fun would All-Stars versus uh, Wentz and Desmond be? Mm-hmm. I don't know what name they're going by. No right All Stars versus Syndicate. Yeah, no, we don't need All Stars versus Grit. We we've had that. I mean, not officially, but you know what I mean. I actually think we have had it officially. All Stars versus Monster Squad, okay for like a month or two, but don't run it into the ground. You know. Um. All right. So next match, Yaya versus Zach Cooper. I love Zach Cooper. I do too. And I don't understand anyone who doesn't like Zach Cooper. He is so good. He's ridiculously talented. Zach Cooper's Captain America. No. Yes. No. He's got to be a European. He's Canadian Captain America. Oh. He's Captain Canada. That's actually a character. He's Captain Planet. Um, Who's Canadian besides Wolverine? Uh, just Josh. Josh Wheeler? Yeah. <laughs> Zach Cooper is Josh Wheeler from Daybreak? <laughs> he kind of is. Um, no, I just, I like we've seen Zach for several months in a row, and even when he does the same moves, it doesn't feel like the same match. He feels like a big deal. Yeah, and I, I feel like there's potential there that has not yet been tapped yeah um you want to tap his potential no (laughs) um are you sure yes (laughs) the average which you say that does not really convince me of that um no i just i really enjoy his work um I would like to see him get an actual storyline rather than just kind of doing... One-offs. One-offs. Agreed. Because um, I think he could pull it off. 
He's got the charisma. He's got the demeanor. He's got the ring work. So I don't understand what he's missing to not push him True. in a story. Um, because they started that story with Logan Creed, and then and then never did anything. I don't think it. we ever really got a payoff on it. Nope. Um, maybe it's coming. Maybe Zach interferes in X sixteen, and that's how Logan gets eliminated or something. But, but I mean, now it would just feel tacked on because they yeah. let the story drop. So I was yeah. like, oh, I don't know, okay. And, uh, I mean, I like Yaya, but I I, I don't feel like they. I feel like they've gotten lazy with the pure storylines. Yes. It's like, oh. I don't feel like there are storylines in pure. There are. We just don't watch consistently enough. Okay. Um, but I feel like your champ should have more of a story than here's the person challenging the champ this month. Yes. It's too easy. It's too basic. It's too simple. So- um. You're calling this booking a basic white girl? Yes. A really basic bitch. Yeah. The the basic bitch booking. Until this week. Because something happened last night and I don't want to give spoilers if people haven't seen it yet. But until this week, there was no story surrounding the belt after Yaya beat Cam. And that's say boring. Basic to me. basic bitch booking. Basic bitch booking. No, say it three times fast. Basic bitch booking, basic bitch booking, basic bitch booking. That was not that hard. <laughs> Your mouth forms words differently than mine. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and Zach Cooper killed it. They're fantastic, and that's all I've got to say, really. I find them both very impressive. Yeah, and I would like, I would like to see them wrestle pretty much anyone on either roster. You know, so. except for Corey or Skyler, I yeah. have no desire to see either of them. Wait, so this is PWX versus Pure? Yeah, was that a Pure match, or is that considered PWX? So that was the problem with this whole show: is it was not well defined. Yeah, like if you're because gonna give me a versus show, it needs to be. I need it to be obvious. Yeah, this is the PWX guy. This is the pure guy. Because the tag match was in no way pure related. Uh, two of them were. Okay. The, the All-Stars versus oh, Revolt, yeah, Revolt is in okay. no way pure related. Yeah. That was just a yeah. PWX match. Yeah, why not have a tag from Pure take on Revolt this month and let yeah. All-Star... The, the, whole, the whole feel of this show was... It was weird. Confused. Yeah. Um, Alright. Josh Powers, Alan Angels, and Joe Black for Team Pure. Why the fuck is Joe Black Team Pure? I don't know. That that situation felt odd. Like I said, this whole show was confused. The booking made no sense. I've seen Joe Black steal the show on main roster years ago. Yeah. So why the fuck is he considered pure now? I don't know. I get Josh doing it. Yes. Because Josh's storyline right now is we're the pure guys and the main roster guys are coming down and taking our spots. Yes. Makes perfect sense. I get Alan Angel's doing it because I don't think he's ever had a match on the main roster. That That's pure. Um, also, 
I thoroughly enjoy Alan's heel work, and we all know how I feel about Josh Powers. I think you should tell us again, just in case. I love him dearly, and he's my best friend. And I love his heel work, and I love his wrestling, and he's the bestest. Also, great fucking guy, because last time I saw him at Turbo, I had something in my beard, and he got it out for me. You know why? You know why? Because we're best friends. Because you're best friends. Uh... Alright, so Josh, Allen, and... Did he look at you lovingly in the eyes afterwards? No. He just said, hey man, you you got something in your beard, let me get it. And then he was like, we're close like that. We're friends. That's that's what it was. Did he eat the crumbsy? No. I'm not sure it was a crumb. I think it was a fingernail. Ew, gross! Why would you have a fingernail in your beard? Because I had just driven to Greenville and I was probably chewing on it. That's disgusting. Um... He said it happens to him, too. That's disgusting. You disgust me. I'm done. I'm leaving. That's super gross. Do I need to pause? Or Ew. Are you, are oh, you look, not sure. Are you just readjusting the cushions? Or are I'm you just really readjusting ready? the cushions. Because okay. I was going to pause if you were going for a snack or something. Ooh, Yeah, snack. that's what I thought. All right, we are back with snacks. Snackers! So you're going to hear plastic and crunching. Sorry. For just a minute. I mean, I know me. I'm probably going to crunch on these the rest of the show. Alright, well. Oh, well, those are super crunchy pretzels. Uh-huh. Gotcha. So, My apologies, people. But we've kind of always recorded with food sounds in the background, so. That'd be a good band name. Food sounds in the background? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would. Alright. Also, fingernails that are no longer attached to the body are repugnant. Repugnant. All right. Mm-hmm. That works. Mm-hmm. Like All the right. moment they are so, no longer attached, they become viscerally disgusting. We were on Team Pure versus Team PWX. Team PWX, Saif. Mm-hmm. Great. Savannah. Great. Great. Logan Creed. Okay. Above uh, average. Yeah. So, uh, this is a good match. Um,. I am absolutely convinced Savannah needs to be the next face of the company. Agreed. And it, we'll get into that in a minute, but I have never seen her have a bad match. Against a guy, against a girl, she just kicks ass. And, yeah, I I need more Savannah and more relevant storylines for her because she has proven it. Time and time and again, that the crowd loves her. Yes, and she's great in ring. She is excellent in ring. You don't, you can't make it any easier on yourself than to book her strongly. You know, that's true. So, uh, Team Pure won. Savannah for president of PWX. Yes. Talent. Yes. What would Tommy's job title be if Savannah is president? Sniveling cabinet bitch. Sniveling cabinet bitch. She just claps and goes, Sniveling cabinet bitch. <laughs> um, no, she's not Nick Cannon. I don't know if y'all watch The Masked Singer, but we do. And, I mean, it's been a bit, but I'll try not to spoil anything. Nick Cannon's beginning every episode this season he comes out in like a sequined it was the same way last season he didn't do it every episode last season there were some episodes he didn't do it all right 
He he more decorated with turbans last year. He did. There were a lot of turbans. But this year, he had a different like cape and mask per episode. And he was surrounded by this like security entourage. And he had a cape bitch and a mask bitch every episode. And we had to do it every time and clap and have him call for his cape bitch. Cape bitch and mask bitch. In case you don't know, that sounds like it's cape bitch, mask bitch. Yeah. It's the way you give them orders. That was fantastic. Yeah. Also, if you don't watch The Masked Singer, you are missing a lot of fun. It's like... Other than Jenny McCarthy being a stupid bitch. God, she is dumb. Alright. Um... She is real dumb. She's the kind of dumb that you call her vapid and she thanks you because she has no idea what it means. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that in a movie? Yes. Which movie? Mean Girls? House Bunny. House Bunny. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We just watched that recently because I had never seen it. Very funny movie. You're welcome. Yeah. Also, Emma Stone. Always, always fantastic. Really? Emma Stone's what you pick from that? Of, like, everyone to... You're you're not gonna talk about. Uh... I mean, Anna Faris is great, but Emma Emma Stone's like a dream manic pixie dream girl. Not in that movie particularly, but I don't feel like Emma Stone's a manic pixie dream girl. In Easy A, she's not. Mm. Not really. Okay. Well, in my head, I make her a manic pixie dream girl, alright? Alright. That I believe, but... Alright. Um, so yeah, Team Pure One, Josh took all the credit. As he should. As he should. Because even if he didn't get the pin, he organized the team, he led by example. He uses his nipples correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alright. This leads us to the main event. It was so funny, because after this match, you were like... Was that the main event? Yeah. You were very confused. Yeah. I was very confused. But I hadn't realized how many matches had happened, I guess. We haven't watched a PWX show in months, so it was like getting used to that pacing as opposed to... Well, whose fault is that? Uh, Saturdays. Saturdays, yeah. Although, if April or May are in Saturdays, I'll be set. Because I have to switch it for your graduation until summertime. Alright. Um, so, our six-pack for the belt. So, Slim J got injured at Lights Out two months ago. Mm-hmm. And this is not a work. It's real. I think we did... I don't think we had seen it yet, but I think we talked about it. No, we saw it. We had seen it on the last episode. Mm-hmm. We watched the show. We watched Lights Out. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think we had seen how bad the injury was yet. Yes, we had. Like as far as physically watching it, or were aware of physically watching yes. it to talk about the show. I don't think we did. Yes, we did. I don't think we recorded after watching Lights Out. We didn't record, but we had seen it. The injury? Yes. Don't think we had. Yes, we had. Okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and see. 
but I don't want to make this bet because usually when I bet with Cat, I lose. Um, so Slim J has to vacate the belt because of injury. It's going to take longer to okay. recover. Do you not remember us watching it and then it was really awkward because the, the show just continued? Yeah. And then just stopped? Yes, but what I'm saying is I don't think we recorded that into an episode. No, we didn't. Okay, that's what I'm saying. We did not talk about this on the last show because we hadn't seen it yet. We talked about it, I think, because our friends told us about it. Yes. But we didn't talk about it having seen it at the time. Slim J got fucked up. Yes. Uh, Through... Nobody's fault. It just happens sometimes. Uh, and they thought it was no big deal, but then it was a bigger deal than they previously thought. So Slim has to vacate the PWX Championship. Which, I'm gonna be honest, I'm not... I'm sad it had to go down this way, but I'm not mad about having a new champ. Correct. You um, didn't want him injured, but yeah. you're not bummed that he is no longer champ. Correct. So we got TJ Boss versus JD Drake versus Anthony Henry versus Gimmick Stealing versus an Angry Midget versus Ethan Case. What is the PC term for someone who is of short stature? A little person is the PC term, which seems offensive to me. Is dwarf non-PC? You can't say dwarf because some little people are not dwarfs. You can say dwarf if they have dwarfism, but some little people don't have dwarfism. So why are some people little people if they're not dwarves? Different medical conditions and shit that aren't dwarfism. Interesting. Yeah. Alright. So it's kind of like square circle, but not circle square? Sure. Or not square circle, square rectangle versus rectangle square? Yes. Oh, huh. That's what I meant. Some little people are dwarves, but not all little people are dwarves. Alright. Um, all, li- all dwarves are little people, but not all little people are dwarves. Yes, correct. That's what I was trying to say. You fixed it. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. So we got Boss versus Drake versus Henry versus two people we don't give a fuck about versus Ethan. This should have been a four-way, in my opinion. However, we got to put up with two people thinking they're relevant. First of all... It's okay, because sometimes you need to see how to suck your own dick. First of all, if he thinks changing his music is going to keep us from making fun of him... And his gear. And his gear, he is wrong... If he thinks we are not going to continue to have printed out pictures of hearts and his butt buddy, he is wrong. Yeah. Butt buddy insinuates that he's gay. I don't think the gays want him. Eh, fair. Um, if he thinks we're going to stop flipping him off, he's, he's wrong. wrong. If he thinks... We are going to give a shit about any storyline he's involved in. He's wrong. So. It's a case of SSDD. Yeah, and it's been SSDD for years now. He did not belong 
sniffing the belt from any aspect. He did not beat anyone to deserve this shot. Belt sniffer, belt sniffer, he is a belt sniffer. Um, at least Hollis had a win or two over relevant opponents. Skyler doesn't. So, I don't understand what he was doing in this match. I don't understand what Hollis was doing in this match. Um, cause... Bogging down the talent pool. Last show I went to, Hollis lost to Josh Powers. Why is Josh Powers not in this match? Why is Saeed not in this match? Or literally anyone else. Why isn't Saeed in this match? I don't know. That's my question. So, this was good for a six-man. It That ring looked fucking crowded. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Pure is a smaller ring or something. I think it is. It but, could also be that that venue is very tight. Mm. True. But it was super crowded in that ring. And what surprised me a little bit Is I feel like every elimination was sudden. Yes. There was no, like, okay. We've all been working on this one person. We've all been working on this one person. Henry hits this move on Skyler. Drake shoves Henry out of the way and pins Skyler. Like. There was none of that. There was none of that. It was like roll-ups and like quick pins and shit like that. Which I don't hate, but made the whole thing feel rushed. Like, I didn't need this to be an hour-long match, obviously. It was very disjointed. Yeah. Um, Instead of feeling like a six-man, it felt like smaller matches. Yeah. There was very few points that involved everybody. Mm-hmm. So. Well, and it was there was very... Little interaction between everyone. Like, yeah. People didn't switch partners. It was very much. There was like Drake one and Henry. Bump and, to the outside. Yeah. Um, but the good news is. TJ Boss got his nips out properly. He did. He did indeed. And won the PWX Championship. Deservedly so. The guy is a monster. You know, he came out with some legit-ass gear. Mm-hmm. And, and became a legitimate threat. I mean, he was always a legitimate threat. But when he had that presentation, it was like, oh, okay yeah. then. Yeah, he didn't just come he out. broke out of a crowd. Yeah. And the thing is, sometimes it's the little things. All but two people in this match deserved it. Mm-hmm. But we've seen a Henry run. Yep. We've seen a Ethan run. Yep. And we all know Drake is too busy to be here every month. Yep. So there's no, literally, no well, reason. And at the very least, Drake has had a legitimate title before. True. There was no reason to not hang this on Boss. No. So, they did. And I was proud of them. Because, honestly... He uh, deserved it. 
He deserves it, and I was expecting the worst. Notice, no sledgehammer anywhere in sight. Um, well, that's because he's gone. Yeah. So... The rest of the team didn't use it, just him. Here's my thing. What's about to happen made sense in one way. It did not make sense in the other. Boss had just gone through a six-man match. He's tired. Correct. Anyone would be tired after a match like that. Would not be at their best. Correct. Their friend comes out to congratulate them on winning the belt. Their friend happens to own a contract. Their friend hits them in the face with a briefcase, pins them, cashes in. Friend takes belt. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Am I wrong? No. Fully logical. What doesn't make any goddamn sense? That, that, that whole mitzvah beforehand? Corey and Brady beating him up. Yeah, they had no right being out there. Secondly, we forgot to mention, Brady would not fucking leave after his match. That was so awkward. And so uncomfortable. Um. That wasn't good storytelling. That was just, we're all now in a very awkward position. And it was also like, it got, it went on long enough to, is this a work or is he... Literally, like, having a mental breakdown. Yeah, it was extremely uncomfortable. So, Corey and Brady come out. God, that was weird. And beat the shit out of Boss. One, why is Brady in Corey's pocket again? Corey was a babyface until ten minutes ago. <clears throat> Two, because why is Brady anywhere near the fucking title match? Three... How does it make sense to have them beat up Boss just because Boss won? Corey was one of the first ones out. It made no damn sense. It did nothing except try to make two people the crowd doesn't care about relevant. And it didn't work. Nope. Now I hate them even more. And not hate them as heels, but just hate them as in they shouldn't be on the stage. And they're ruining it. They should not be the top of the card. They don't deserve it, and there's no point. They're middle tier. Corey's middle tier at best. Yeah. Brady's really, like, low end of the total. Brady is pre-show tier. Yeah. Um, And even then, he might not even be pre-show tier at a PWX show. That's true. Because, think about... He's pre-show pure. Yeah. All right. So, Kay comes out. He's dark match pure. To chase off Hollis and Brady. Don't know why Hollis and Brady weren't scared of Boss, but were scared of Cade. Makes no damn sense. Because this is the land of booking. Who would you be more scared of in an alleyway? TJ Boss. Yeah, he's a big motherfucker. Um, Cade, athletic as hell, but he, he doesn't strike fear into people. In my opinion. Yeah. K cashes in. Which we all knew was coming. Had yes. to. Um, oddly enough, not even wearing his own merch. Wearing a Maddie Mac shirt. Which is possibly one of the most heel things he could have done. Yeah, I feel like that was a very decisive. Um, 
I'm cool with Cade being champ. I'm cool with him cashing in on Boss. I'm assuming the syndicate is over. Unless... Do you think Tommy still works with Cade? Because he was very sympathetic to Boss at the end of that match. I think Boss breaks away. I think Boss is about to get a solo run. No Tommy? No Tommy. So does Tommy stay with Cade or does Tommy go away? Or does Tommy stay with Savannah? Tommy focuses on Savannah and her rise to becoming the queen of PWX. So does the rest of the syndicate stay together? Just no TJ? So, I would imagine Montana goes wherever TJ goes. Okay. Which literally means... Savannah and... Savannah and Cade. Yeah. Which at that point isn't even a group. It's just... A pair. A pair. And it... I think the syndicate's done. I think it's dead. But we'll see. I could be wrong. Been wrong before. Um Sorry about the loud pretzel, Julie. So I agree with what you said earlier about this show. The production was hurting it because we were watching at home. It felt very disjointed. Mm-hmm. It didn't make a lot of sense overall. Correct. There were no stakes on the line. Like, if you're going to do a versus show, maybe say, okay, if Team Pure wins, their captain gets a spot next 16. Yeah. Or if Team Pure wins, they get the number 30 entry at Battlefield. Yeah. There has to be stakes. There were no stakes. It was like a bunch of exhibition matches. Yeah, it felt like a weird-ass scrimmage. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, oh, we're talking about practice. Yeah. Not a game. Not a game. Practice. Like preseason practice. Yeah. Preseason scrimmage. Other than, you know, the Boss Cade stuff. That that felt like a normal show. But the rest of it was disjointed and didn't make a lot of sense. Um And I'm sorry, I'm I'm putting it on booking. Yep. I don't know what's going on, but it's gotta change. It's literally we've been saying it for two years now. The crowd keeps getting smaller, and it's because of booking. You took what was a company that could have challenged anyone in the country for best wrestling in the United States. And now there are indies in New York better than them. There are indies in Chicago better than them. There there are multiple indies in L.A. better than them. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. You can't let yourself get beat. That's what's happening in the Ring of Honor. They got cocky in their spot. And got complacent with booking, and now nobody watches them. I am still sincerely concerned that if there is not a booking change soon, PWX will not make it another five years. Do you think it'll save it? The booking? Yeah. Or is it too far gone? I don't think it's too far gone. 
Because in wrestling, there's cycles, and I don't think there is such a thing as too far gone as long as your doors are still open. But you don't want to get to a point where the doors close and you have to restart from scratch. Um, And I'm not saying we ever got to get back to X16 year one where 12 of the 16 guys were out-of-towners that cost a ton of money. Take the local guys, use the ones who deserve it, book them well, and call it a day. The not booking them well is what's hurting you. The talent pool is here. And you can you can say, oh, other companies have stole all the talent. No, there's more talent right behind them. You just need to book them well. So. True. And really, anyone who thinks a place in Augusta and a place in Winston-Salem couldn't necessarily work together with the people in Charlotte is stupid. But anyway, that's where I'm at after this show. I'm sincerely worried about the booking. We have friends who have said if Rise of a Champion, if the run to Rise of a Champion and the end of Rise of a Champion is not better this year, they will be done. They will not keep spending their money there. And I can't really blame them. It's hard to argue. Um, and it's really sad because over the summer, I kind of thought PWX had found it again. Mm-hmm. And, but these last few months, wrestling can never tread water. Yeah. And that's what I feel like creative has been doing. Or booking or whatever you want to call it at PWX. They've been treading water, trying to make it to X-16 and Battlefield and Rise of a Champion. It's what's hurting WWE, and it's what's hurting PWX. Um, still love the company. I don't want to see it go anywhere. I want to see them getting back to the bigger crowds and you know having to book bigger venues. If they don't, when are you done? Probably after summer. Because, honestly, at this point, PWX has competition that's close by. Mm-hmm. PCW is great. Turbo is great. And if I free up the money from PWX, I could go to both of those. Mm-hmm. Because PWX is not cheap. I love y'all. I love the company. I really really do want it to exist and that's why I feel like I have to be honest and not blow smoke about this it's not this is not a peak for PWX it's a valley and you can't let the valley put you underground um and it's really sad that I've sat around and thought about that this much, but it it's worrisome. It's it very is. worrisome. And, okay, my point being, Turbo has a much smaller talent pool. Yes. Turbo has a much less well-known talent pool. Yes. 
But I have never not enjoyed myself at Turbo. Correct. PCW, same deal. I have never not enjoyed myself in a PCW setting. Not all the best talent from around the world. Just local guys. But you book it smart, you make it make sense, and you tell a good story, and everyone's going to get behind it. True. So, yeah. I hope people can take this as help and not bitching. Um, A certain somebody definitely referenced us in a promo. (laughs) And he's someone who can fix it. Just saying. You're gonna make it so Charlotte has a vacuum that someone else is going to take over. And it's not going to be someone we like. We like PWX. So. Because if you think PWX shuts shuts doors and somebody from further north isn't going to move down to Charlotte, you're wrong. They have the money to do it. But they don't have the talent pool to make it worth us driving to Charlotte. So. Alright, I'll quit rambling about that. But we re- I really, really need the next three months to show PWX knows what it's doing again. Yeah. Creatively. Nothing wrong with the ring work. Like, it's better than 99% of indie shows. It's just... Creatively and story-wise, it's made no damn sense lately. Yeah. All right. Cade cashing in is the thing that has made the most sense in the past three months. Yes. All right. So, continuing. We will be back to PWX this month. Yep. I break a rule for my Saturday shows every year for X16. We'll make it work. Um, I don't know how, and I might be miserable night one, but we're going to do it. We got a hotel booked. We are recording after the show in the hotel as we... As per protocol. As per protocol. Anyone is welcome to join. Not anyone. Well, not anyone, but they know who they are. Anyone we are already friends with is welcome to join. Anyone who has been on the show previously who we will allow back on is welcome to join. Because, like, certain people from OSWA are not ever... Welcome back on. <laughs> um, Alright. So we're going to go through the night one matchups. You tell me what you think. Some of these I'm a little upset because that means a person I like can't go through to the next round. But that happens when you only have 16 slots. Alright. Match one. Are you ready? I'm ready. TJ Boss mm-hmm. versus Mason Miles. Oh, man! Exactly. I really wish they were not up against each other. Because I love them both. Yeah. I would like to see them both go deep in the tournament. Um, Man, that's such a bummer. But, the good news is, whoever loses will get to see in the scramble match the next day. That's true. And we love the scramble match every year. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Damn it, though. Yeah. Question. Answer. I did my bracket. Do you want to do one? Sure. Okay. Let me pull it up. 
let you loudly eat pretzels. Mm-hmm. So, in doing your bracket, who do you think wins that one? We can do it off air. Okay. Yeah. Oh man is correct. I want to see them both go through. That, that, that one's upsetting. Yep. Yeah. Next one. Okay. Logan Creed versus Corey Hollis. Ew. Obviously, I need Logan to just put Corey into a basketball goal and walk away. <laughs> and call it a day. Because we're, we're at the Armory in Gastonia. So, not the Cabarrus so, X-16. So, he's going to have to fold them in half, though. Otherwise, he just falls right through. Mm. True, true. Are you sure? His, Should he fold him? Are you this sure way? his massive-headed ego won't hold him into the hoop? Mm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, it might. basketballs go through it. Yeah, that's true. And basketballs are pretty round and thick. <laughs> yes, them thick boys. <laughs> that's a thick boy. We watched way too much TikTok. <laughs> Alright, obviously we want Logan to win that one. Because we don't need to see more Hollis ever. I was nodding emphatically while I took a sip of right. drink. Next match. Ren Narita, who is a young lion from New Japan. Versus Man Scout Jake Manning. Okay. Should be fun. Yep. Um, the young lions are usually pretty stellar, so... I'm going to need you to do the lion sound for me, please. Thanks. Better? Yep. Next match. This one hurts me a little too. Ethan Case mm-hmm. versus Savannah. Ethan, I love you, buddy, but you got to go down. Savannah, Savannah has to go through. Um, Correct. Yeah. I, I am so conflicted by that match. But anyway, all right. So that's one side of the bracket. Next side, Saeed versus Lucky. Nice. That should be a good match. As much as I hate Lucky as a person, yep. Um, guy can go. Yep. So it should be awesome. All right. Uh, next, I need Carl Fredericks to kick the ever-loving shit out of John Skyler. Oh God. So why is he in this? Do you remember Carl Fredericks though? Why is he in this? I don't know. Why there is in it? no call for him to be in this tournament. I'm aware. Whatsoever. I'm aware. And why put him up against a young lion? Why is he in this fucking tournament? All that's going to do is make the young lion look bad. God damn it. But, you probably don't remember him specifically. Do you remember when we went to the New Japan show? Mm-hmm. And it was like the opening match. Mm-hmm. And it was two white dudes who just beat the fucking piss out of each other. Mm-hmm. One of them was Carl Fredericks. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping he just beats the piss out of John Skyler. God damn it. Alright. That. <sighs> yeah, I know. Next match should be fun though. Cam Carter versus... Matt Seidel. 
Ooh. Yeah. That that match is my fucking jam. I am so excited. That's probably the one I'm most excited about on night one. But really, I mean, anything with Matt Seidel, I'd be like, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. What? There are two people I don't want to see Matt Seidel fight. Ah, true, true. Anything except those two people. Those two people are the exception to any rule. Okay, valid. And our final opening night match. Harlan Bravado versus Nathan Cruz. Interesting. Not a bad matchup, but I don't get Nathan Cruz. Interesting. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it. I'm not a fan. We've seen him several times at this point. Um, it's not that he's bad. I just, you don't see the appeal. I don't see the appeal. I think he's a technical wrestler with very little character work, and I don't like not having a character with your technicality. You know, You're not a fan of Greco-Roman. Yeah. Suge is a technical wrestler, but his character is phenomenal. I love Suge. Zack Sabre, technical wrestler. His character is phenomenal. Marty Skrull, technical wrestler. Character is phenomenal. You know? I love Suge. So that's night one. I love Suge so much. Well, good, because he should be around more now. He should be around more? He should be around more now. <laughs> Um, so that's night one. I'm going to go ahead and tell you my ultimate winner. I I tweeted it out several days ago. And I was torn. I really, really struggled with this. Because for years I've said a non-PWX person needs to win. Right? Mm-hmm. I am a huge Matt Seidel fan. If there was one person not in this tournament... Matt Seidel would be my X-16 winner. But my finals is Savannah Evans versus Seidel, with Savannah coming out on top to get a shot at the belt. Interesting. Because, here, one, she deserves it and I love her. Mm-hmm. Two, anyone else that has been around long enough to deserve it. Either has already had a boring run with it, or we don't really need to see more of. Skylar already had a boring run with it. Ethan had a run with it. I love him, but Ethan doesn't need a belt to be fun. Yeah. Man Scout, we had his run. Let's use Man Scout and Man Scout ways and use wrestling tents. Harlem. I love him. They're not going to book that well. But Harlem winning the belt gives no extra eyes to PWX. Yeah. They would not the book that well. The only people who will care when Harlem wins are the people like us who have been here forever. And we're already here. If you're trying to bring in new eyes and new people and people who are at AEW... But don't come to PWX, Harlem is not the answer. Well, and plus, this goes back to X-16's past. Yes. You have to book the champion correctly. Yes. The lead up to X-16 either has to make sense there, 
or it has to make sense from the moment they win it to them getting the belt. Yep. And they would do they they haven't done the story from previously to X16 well with Harlem. And they would not do a good job if he won X16 to the belt. I agree. Savannah writes itself. There's almost no way to fuck it up other than her not winning a la another hometown hero that hasn't been around in a while. Yeah. I love Harlem, and if he hangs the belt on them, if they hang the belt on him, fine. Like, I'm, I'm cool. However, I don't think it furthers the company. I don't think it draws any attention, any extra press, any anything. No. If you hang this belt on Savannah, you will have the entire independent wrestling world talking about PWX. Well, and... So you remember... You remember the, the booking of Anthony yes. at X-16? Yes. Fucking brilliant. Uh-huh. Took him from underdog. Everyone wanted him to win. It was a huge fucking deal. Drake. They booked really weirdly to X-16. Mm-hmm. But post-X-16 kind of redeemed it. Yes. X-16 last year... They did a terrible job booking up to X-16 for Slam. And they did a terrible job from X-16 to him having the belt. If they do that again, they will fuck themselves out of this tournament being a big deal. So, Stan Lee had a philosophy about storytelling. And it's why he was a little bit long-winded. Tell him enough to keep him wanting more, but not too much. Every comic could be someone's first. True. So you have to, if you want to continue to bring in new people, you have to make every show have some explanation for the live crowd. True. If you want people to know what's going on in a story, there needs to be someone telling that story. It doesn't have to be long. It can be a 45-second recorded promo, but they have to remember, not everyone watches Event Center. Yep. Not everyone watches Pure. Yep. I love both those products, but sometimes I don't have time to watch everything. Yeah. And sometimes, some people are like, oh, let me just check this out, and they come in and go, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And have no idea. Remember that every show could be someone's first show, and at least give us a general gist of the previous story so we know what's going on at the show. Yeah. Let's compare it to Revolver. We do not watch Revolver regularly. Correct. We had no idea what was going on with storylines there. Correct. So before the show, they had filmed various major storyline points and had promos going back and forth, and they played it the entirety Several times before the show. Yep. That way, anyone who didn't know would know by belt time. Yep. Event Center. Extremely helpful. Extremely helpful. Event Center is great, but 
can't go into the depth of character like the guys could themselves. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I just got super, like, high horsey about my wrestling. But I don't want the company to die. And it's going to if they aren't careful. This... I mean, them teaming up with New Japan is amazing. But if it stops being beneficial for New Japan, they won't do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's my pick is Savannah. Do you have your pick in mind? I think so. Do you want to share with the people or do you want to wait till we tweet your bracket? I want to wait. Okay. Uh, we got anything else relevant? Are we talking like Skylar and Hollis relevant or like actually relevant? Uh, actually relevant because we're at almost two hours, so we probably need to need to finish this. Um, and other other non wrestling related things. If you don't watch Letterkenny, you should because there were a million wrestling references in season eight, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I thought you were going to lose your fucking mind. I I did. I did, and I wanted to rewind it and watch it again, and you wouldn't let me. Uh, You didn't specifically ask that. uh, No, I was like, can I? And you were like, no, just straight up. You knew what was coming, and you were like, whatever it is, it's wrestling related. No. Um, Do you want to go back and watch that episode again? Not right now. One of the rare times with wrestling, though, you've ever told me no. Let's let's be real. You very rarely tell me no when it comes to wrestling. And it's pretty much only when I'm like, let's go to AEW in Florida. Or, or let's go to Fest. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time you really It's very me rare that I'm the realist. Yeah. Especially if it comes to money in this family. Yeah. <laughs> but you see wrestling and like all concepts of budgets completely evade your mind you're like budgets don't matter schedules don't matter yeah (laughs) real life doesn't matter (laughs) you have work the next day and i go in at at after we get back we're getting back at like 3 a.m and yeah no it'll be fine you have to wake up at 5 30 uh-huh uh-huh i'll just stay up it'll be great i just i won't sleep it'll be fine (laughs) yeah um (laughs) Thank God we have Martin Luther King Day after XX Sane. That That day after is so fucking rough. We are literally gonna do nothing that Monday. Yeah, that day after is rough as hell. I mean, we do it to ourselves. I mean, we only make it somewhat more draining. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we we don't do a ton to extend it. Recording a three-hour episode with our friends is a ton, though. If we would just, like, do a 45-minute episode, it wouldn't be that big a deal. It doesn't have to be a three-hour episode. No, but that just happens when we start talking. Um, But anyway, so that's going to wrap this up. Um, We will be at X16. We'll see you all there. I probably won't be at Turbo this month because it's Saturday. Um, if I if I can work it out, I will. But 
Probably not. I'm so excited. We haven't had a slumber party in so long. Right? It's probably been a year. When's the last time we had to stay overnight for wrestling? Where was that show where it was... Um, Ethan and Mikey and... That was X-16 last year. Really? Yeah, we had Ethan and Mikey and Brash. Yeah. Yeah, that was X-16 last year. It's been a year, which is shocking. But yeah, it's been way too long since we've had fun with that. Um, Slumber party! Also, if management is listening, uh, let me know when would be a good time to try to get a... Certain someone? A non-local talent on my show, because I don't want to, like, interfere with what y'all are doing, but... But we're doing a show. But I'm... I have an agreement with somebody, so I'm very excited, and I cannot fucking wait. Anyway, you can find us at Sad Podcast on Twitter. We have Instagram, but we don't really use it. Um, you can listen to us on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, anywhere but YouTube. Um, any Anything else we need to promo? Speaking of YouTube for a minute, what the fuck oh god we would get banned from youtube so fucking fast right now is with their censoring yeah all of a sudden out of nowhere we have a video game channel we watch that half of what they do is go on swear laden tirades right it's kind of it's kind of their gimmick it's kind of right up my alley yeah (laughs) like they have a whole series that's just one guy swearing at difficult video games it's called rage quit um and we started watching one the other day and every time they said fuck there was a fart sound but they didn't bleep god damn it. Yeah. I was like, YouTube, or what? shit. What the hell are you doing? Literally, the only thing that got censored was fuck, and it was with a fart sound. So. How is that? Be- and they were like, it's for the kids. How is that better? Here's my thing. Let parents do their goddamn job. Right. If your kid is watching a bunch of shit that cusses and walks up to his teacher and says, fuck you fuck you, then you parent them. And say, hey, just because they said this on your video game channel doesn't mean you can say it to your teacher. Or don't let them watch that video game channel. Yeah, if you find out and don't like it. But let's be real. Our kid's first word is probably going to be motherfucker. So, I mean, are we going compound word for first word? Like, of all we the We know words? our kid will be brilliant, so yes. <laughs> all right. Overachiever. Are we talking, like, verbally say, or are we talking sign? Because those uh, are very different. True. I would say verbally. Okay. Yeah, sign will probably be more or uh, milk. Because motherfucker's pretty hard. Yeah. All right. You can find me at Osnoggard, but I'm pretty much always on that podcast. So, if you really want to find me. That's where Cat finds me when I'm not answering my phone. It's true. Anytime Doug doesn't answer like a text or a call, I'll I'll go on Twitter and send him a DM, and it always gets his attention. And I'm like, <laughs> "You son of a bitch!" She's like, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> but it's because he always has Tweet Deck up on his computer. Yeah, but I've been on my computer a lot less lately. Yeah, that's because you've been playing the shit out of uh, PlayStation. Mm, true. Uh. If Borderlands. You, Borderlands. Witcher. Witcher. Also, The Witcher is fucking amazing. Oh my god. Everyone should watch it 
on Netflix and yes. enjoy. Hold All up. Right. Completely unrelated PSA. Yes. No one anywhere ever in the history of human interaction has wanted an unsolicited picture of your genitalia. Not ever. Ever. In any circumstance, does someone want an unsolicited picture of your genitalia? You're welcome. All right. And with that, shalom, motherfuckers. I got nothing. <laughs>